all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Lift your Bibles real quick. Got a quick word before we move in this thing tonight. Lift your Bibles. Let's make our confession of faith together. It's there on the screen. Let's go. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, we say we're open and we're ready. We thank you for this Christmas, which literally means Christ mass or Christ gathering. Father, we are gathered online and on campus to celebrate you, sir. And we thank you for coming and being born and being born in circumstances that didn't match where you came from. You are King of Kings and Lord of Lords and the great I am, yet you humbled yourself to be born like a human being, to come live a life and live a life we'd never be able to live sinless so that we would be able to receive your righteousness. And God, because you lived, we can live. Because you survived, we can survive. Because you got up, we can get up. And we say thank you in this building. I need you to lift your hands and worship God for five seconds. Wherever you're at, go. Five. What am I worshiping for? What does it mean to worship? Tell him that you love him. Tell him you appreciate him. Tell him that you thank him. Why am I worshiping? Because he's been good. Why am I worshiping? Because this day literally celebrates the fact that he came so that you could have life and life more abundantly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just need to hear the voices. Worship right there. Go. I need to hear the voices. I need to hear the voices. I need to hear the voices. I need to hear your voice. Watch me. He wants to hear you. He came for you. He came for you. Bishop, you don't know my background. It doesn't matter. He came for you. Bishop, you don't know how I screwed up. It doesn't matter. He came for you. Bishop, you don't know why I failed. It doesn't matter. He came for you. And I'm going to tell you, your best days are not behind you. Your best days are ahead of you. If you believe 2022 is going to be your best year yet, I need you to put a shout in this act. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Let's go to work. This is week three now of this series called Christmas is Forgiving. And each message has been a gift to you for you to end this year strong so that you can start 2022 stronger. Somebody say, this message is a gift to me. Watch me. Here's tonight's message. Jesus is more than enough. I need you to look at somebody next to you and tell them, say, Jesus is more than enough. Uh, now, this is important because Sunday's message was called Healing from Church Hurt. And we talked about not just church hurt, but every type of hurt that there could possibly be. Anybody ever gone through some hurt? Anybody ever gone through some pain? Watch me. If you haven't gone through pain, then you're the one that makes other people go through pain. So I'd be suspect of anybody that didn't just raise their hand. So Denver, don't play with me. I'm going to ask you one more time. Is there anybody in this building or online where you've ever gone through some hurt? You've ever gone through betrayal? You've ever gone through pain? You've ever gone through unmet expectations? You thought it was going to last forever and forever was five months. You thought... They were always going to be your best friend to only discover, watch me, that they were a turncoat. Every time they left you, they ran the other people to tell your business. You thought that it was going to be something you could depend on and count on, but you have been hurt. We all have been hurt, but on Sunday, we zoned in and focused on church hurt. And church hurt is a phrase describing what's viewed as a negative experience with someone or something in a church environment. Pay attention. The word viewed is underlined there because often the only reason you're hurt is because how you viewed it. There are certain things you got to look over in your life and you have to say, you know what? What was intended to hurt me deepest, what it really did was help me most. See, watch me. There are certain things that had you not gone through, you wouldn't even be in church tonight. If you didn't go through some hurt, you wouldn't have been pushed to God. If you didn't go through some pain, you wouldn't have been pushed to God. If you didn't go through some disappointment, you would not have been pushed to God. Matter of fact, I need to check this room. Who in the building can thank God, not just for Jesus, but watch me, even for your Judas? I Thank God for that mark that lied on you. Thank God for that person that did you wrong. Thank God for that person that hurt you. Are you listening to what I'm saying? We learned this, that the church, and, and you can make it bigger, not just the church, but your job. You've been hurt on your job, but your job didn't hurt you. Your car didn't hurt you when you got in an accident. Even the relationship didn't hurt you. Pay attention. Some of y'all have issues with relationships as if a relationship hurt you. It wasn't the relationship. It was the person you were in a relationship with. Well, watch me. And I need you to be excited because in 2022, watch me, your picker's about to be better. Uh, not just romantic relationships. You're about to pick a whole nother level of friend. You're about to pick a whole nother level of business partner. Watch me. Some of you are about to fall in love with yourself. Why? So that way you don't need somebody else around you to be able to co-sign for you. You say, baby, I'm happy with myself. Come on. The church didn't hurt you. Your job didn't hurt you. Your car didn't hurt you. Your relationship didn't hurt you. Watch me, a person did. And I taught you on Sunday, you cannot judge all Christians based on the actions of one Christian. You cannot judge one man based on the judgment, uh, all men based on the actions of one man. Some of you ladies, you're talking, all men are bad. No, just the four you met. I'm saying it as best I can. Some of you, I don't trust none of these. This is, uh, uh, Chris Brown had it right. Some of them ain't loyal. Pay attention, just the ones you met which is an indication that you were looking too low. Oh, my God. It's an indication that you need to start changing where you're looking because where you're looking evidently didn't have what you needed. And I'm excited about everybody in your section. Why? Because 2022, God says, there's some hurt I'm about to make up for. 
I need you to make sure you're on a praising road because there's some hurt that you've gone through that God says, because you survived it, I'm about to make up for it in 2022. Can you give God praise, not for you, but for the other people in your row? Come on, Friday. I... Look at somebody next to you and say, 2020 is going to make up. Say, it's going to make up for all of my past hurt. Come on, say it. Say, 2022 is going to make up for my past hurt. It was, actually, it was actually good for you because Psalm 119 and 67 says, before you made me suffer, which means God could have blocked the hurt, he could have stopped the hurt, but he didn't. Watch me, God allowed it because he knew there was going to be something good in it for you. He says, before you made me suffer, I used to wander off. Pay attention. Sometimes you only stay focused if you have a foe. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes you only stay focused if you have a foe. You, you only evolve if you have an enemy. Here's what I've learned. Anytime that the Lord won't allow something to pass by, it's because it's something that I need to push me forward. If you don't elbow somebody next to you, say he didn't let it pass by because it needs to push you forward. So you kept praying that that person would get off of your job, but they didn't. Why? Because they needed to push you to be better. I... You kept praying for that situation to change and God said, no, I'm going to let it stay just the way it is because they're about to push you. And they push you into being your best. Why? I peeked into your 2022 and your next 12 look like they're about to be your best. Somebody like, why are they doing all that shouting? Because the Bible says as many received it with gladness and joy, they saw the manifestation of it. So if I were you, I wouldn't wait until I see it. I would shout like I got it right now, I, I said I'd shout like I got it right now. He says, before you made me suffer, I used to wander off. I would get caught up in the wrong people, in the wrong circles, in the wrong circumstances, in the wrong situations. He says, but now. Everybody say, but now. He said, but after I've been through some hurt, but now I hold on to your word. In other words, I'm glad I went through hell. Watch me. It hurt like hell while I was in the hell. I wanted to get the hell up out of hell while I was in the hell. Yeah, I ain't cussing. I'm just giving you Bible. But God, I'm grateful for my hell. Why? Because it taught me how to hold on. It taught me how to pray until I see it change. It taught me how to forgive people who never apologize. Yep. It taught me how to let go of bitterness. Because watch me. You got too many great things going for you for you to be a bitter woman. You got too many good things going for you for you to be a bitter man. I wish you would be bitter about something somebody did to you. Baby, if they only knew what's about to happen in your life. Back then, they didn't want you, but you're about to be hot and they're going to be all up on you. If you don't elbow somebody next to you, say, I'm excited about my future. Tell them. Here's what I taught you, that more people die from hospital-related uh, infections, oh, 440,000. I want you to put this in context. That's over half the amount of people that have passed away due to coronavirus. Every year, and you never hear nothing about this, every year, half the number of people who have died from coronavirus over two years, so pay attention, half that amount every year die from hospital-related infections, while only 38,000 Americans die from car accidents. Pay attention, which means you, you have a worse chance of being hurt from the hospital than you do from your car. Even naturally, pay attention, that's teaching us something, because even naturally, the same environment you can heal in can be the same place you experience some hurt. Why? The hospital didn't hurt you. 
the needle didn't hurt you. The person with it did. Mm. Well, watch me. Because people are there, and it is people that hurt people. Bishop, why are you focusing on this? Because some of y'all, watch me, the only thing holding you back is that you still hurt. And here's the trip. It happened years ago, but you still hurting today. I came today to stop somebody's bleeding. I, if you... I came today to stop somebody's bleeding. I, I need you to open up your mouth and say, I choose to heal. Y'all still here? Watch me. But even though you, you, you can experience hurt in the hospital, what? You still need it. Just like you can experience hurt on your job, but you still need to work. I don't know what all these people are doing. Traffic is too thick. I'm trying to figure out what are people doing. Everybody ain't working from home. It's Tuesday at 11 with a bunch of traffic. I, everybody ain't at lunch. Everybody don't work the night shift. Everybody ain't buying NFTs. We got a master class for you in 2022 on how to do it. Listen, you still need it. Somebody say, I still need it. Well, watch me, watch me, watch me. Even though it's people that hurt you, you still need people. <laughs> Even though some of y'all like, I'm done with people, you literally sit next to a person. Are you hear what I'm saying? Watch me. Because church is God's idea, not man's. Both the individual and the institution. See, in the Bible, the church had two meanings. It was the ecclesia. That's on the screen. It meant the called out person. Which means anywhere a believer is, anywhere a Christian is, the church is there. At the mall, if you there, church is there. At the gym, if you there, the church. Which means I ain't got to wait to get to church to have church. I can, have to, I can go in anywhere I'm at. Matter of fact, listen, don't get me going because I'll be in the middle of a workout and start, hey, Shaki, yanda, but I will go in right in the middle of a workout worship and they'll be looking at me like, what is he doing? Listen, baby, I'm doing what I do because wherever I am, I am that, that I am. But then the institution is God's idea. See, a lot of people say, I don't believe in the institution of the church. Well, he does. I don't believe in organized religion. He does. I don't believe that we have to do all of that. Well, he thinks that we're supposed to do all of that. So watch me. Is it your, is it, is it your belief system or his? Is, 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 it, is, it, is, it, is it is it Jones' anity or is it Christianity? Is it Johnson' anity or is it Christianity? Y'all ain't no sudden enemy. Is it Daniel entity or, or is it Christianity? Is it Probasca entity or is it Christianity? Is it Foreman entity or is it Christian entity? Watch me. The problem some Christians have, you ready? And some unbelievers have is that you have made a God out of what you believe. And then you make what he said nothing. But here's what I'm excited about. You're sitting next to somebody that tried that, saw that it didn't work, and has decided that from this day forward, Watch me. And they may not be what I want to be. But is there anybody on campus or online that can thank God that you're not where you, you... Baby, I ain't got it all together. But what? I'm making progress. I may still slip up sometimes, but I'm making progress. I may trip and fall sometimes, but I'm still making progress. Matthew 16, 18, he says, and I say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church in the gates of Hades, which means hell, so not prevail against it. Pay attention, it not you, so if you're not part of it, hell can prevail against you. This is why the enemy wants people to get hurt, mad, frustrated, and say, I'm done with church. Why? Because then hell got you. Oh, no, I'm not just talking about going to hell. I'm talking about 
dealing with hell on earth. So that means anytime the enemy comes in like a flood, baby, you're going to be flooded. But the Bible says, watch me, for those that love him, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard. What, what does that mean? Watch me. You can try living without God. Let me see how much far you get. But I've learned and I've discovered that I can't do it without him. I because even when the enemy does try, what does the Lord do? He lifts up a step. Is there anybody in this building online where you've seen a flood coming your way and you were petrified, you were worried, you were distressed, but you watch God be like, uh-uh, 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 back up, back up, back up, back up. Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. And for some of y'all, I'm going to tell you what you were worried about today. You're not going to see that problem by this time next week. Why? He's about to lift a standard up a... This Christmas Eve message, I'm almost done, is called Jesus is More Than Enough. Because during Christmas, pay attention, the entire world has to do this. Philippians 2.10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. What does that mean? You have to interrupt. Pay attention. During Christmas, I don't care if you're Muslim, Jew, atheist, agnostic, sage burner, crystal rubber. I don't know. Whatever. 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 Uh, horoscope, I don't care what you believe. Tomorrow, every knee. You're not hearing, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Y'all think it's going to happen later. It's been happening for the last 2,000 years. Somebody said, well, Bishop, we don't know if he was born on December 25th. Can I be honest with you? You don't know that you were born on the day they say you were born. It doesn't really matter. All I know is that he was born. And all I know that tomorrow, the world is going to shut down. Matter of fact, they started closing up on you at 2 and 3 o'clock today. All I know is that tomorrow, every knee is going to bow. Put the scripture up and every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord. Somebody say, he's Lord. Christmas is when you see the fulfillment of that. Because every knee has to bow. Whether you're atheist, agnostic, I don't believe in all of that. I bet you ain't going to work. Call customer service, see if they answer. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I, I bet you, I bet you that every knee has to bow. What does that mean? It interrupts. And you can put X right there all you want, but does calendar say Christmas? You can give your non-religiously uh, 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 angering, you can do whatever you want to do. All I know is that my iCal today popped up and said, tomorrow it ain't Forminus, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't Craigonimus. Watch me, it's Christmas, which means every knee has to bow. Every tongue has to confess. Look at this, that Jesus Christ is what? Lord. Say Lord. Here it is, I'm almost done. For too many Christians, though, he's your Savior only. What do you mean? He delivers you from danger. In other words, when you get in the middle of something rough and tough, I need him. I go to church when I'm stressed. That's the only time you go? I'm going to worship when I'm going through something. That's the only time you worship? I need him to get me out of this situation. That's the only time you're going to do it? What's me? He's your savior. But can I be honest with you? Who would want to be around somebody that the only time they call you is when they need you to come save them from. You know what's crazy about Christmas? It's people who ain't done nothing for you all year that's going to be looking at you tomorrow talking about. 
I only got five honest people in this building. I, I mean, look, 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 look. Who would want to be around somebody that the only thing they do is take? The only thing they do is call. As a matter of fact, when they call, you don't even say hello. Matter of fact, everybody in here, and you may be sitting next to them, so just look at me if it's them. Everybody in here, everybody online, you have someone you know that when you see their name in your phone, you don't even answer hello, shalom, hey, how you doing? What is it? What do you want? Hey, uh, cut the, look at me, here's where I've gotten. Can you cut the small talk and get to the ask? Because I got other stuff to do. Can you just cut through that? Uh, I, I would, and watch me. And then for some of them, watch me, watch me, watch me. God tries to show you because when you don't give them what they want, all of a sudden they got an attitude now. When you ain't got to do it, okay, I'm not going to do it. Huh. Well, you shouldn't have said that. I mean, life and death are in the power of your tongue. God says, I don't just want to deliver you from danger. I don't just want you to run to me because you need something from me. Watch me. See, I'm excited. Watch me. Not just about what God can give me, but I'm excited about who God is. Because the greatest gift is none of this. The greatest gift is him. Uh-uh, uh-uh. For those of you that are grateful that he stepped out of eternity into time and get, he didn't send no angel to do this. He didn't send a man to do this. He did it himself. For those of you that are grateful for Jesus being your Christmas gift, can I hear you worship for five seconds? Go, five. Four. Bishop, I don't know what to do. Clap, man. Throw your hand in the air, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He doesn't just want to be, here we go, we're almost done. Your Savior, he wants to be your Lord. Pay attention to the screen. Because notice, what did Philippians say? The world will confess, put up Philippians 2.11, the world will confess that Jesus Christ is what? Lord. Watch me, not Savior. So, so watch me, so watch me. He doesn't just want to be your Savior. He wants to be your Lord. What does Lord mean, Bishop? It means your master. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody say master. Come on, say it again. Come on, say master. Can y'all put it up there for me, please? Come on, somebody say master. Watch me. In other words, God says, I want to run you. And watch me. Now, I know we live in a culture where don't nobody want to be ran. Some of y'all look at your boss like, look, I didn't come here to work. Asking me to do this paperwork. It's a whole nother world out there. I'm just saying. And watch me. Can I say this? Be careful what you sow because you'll reap it. Some of you, leadership isn't, watch me, it isn't a reward. It's a rebuke. He says, I'm about to give you people who follow the same sloppy way you do. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I know it. He says, I want to run you. Listen, say, say run me, Lord. In other words, here's, here's God's thing. God's thing is like, if I say jump, see, 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 watch me. See, our normal response is how high. But, but, but watch me. But pay attention. Can I, tell you, can I show you what it means to be your master? As I'm obeying, I ask. See, some of y'all, watch me. You ask before you obey, which creates delay. 
So he's not really your master. He's just your leader. There's a difference there. He says, I want to be your master, which means when I say jump, as you jump in, then you say, now, how high you want me to go? How long you want me to jump? Watch me, because here's what I've discovered. When I make obedience my lifestyle, he makes sure that I'm always the head and not the tail, that I'm always above and never beneath, that I'm always living in overflow. I wish you'd elbow somebody next to you and say your future's looking real good. It's... Why? Because if he's your master, watch me, that means he works from a master plan. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. If he's your master, that means he works from a master plan, which means if he tells me to jump, evidently there must be something I got to reach for that my jump requires. He's not just telling me to do stuff just to do it. He's telling me to do it because there's a plan behind it. And I'm going to tell somebody, you still got a pulse, which means God still has a plan. Lay your hands on yourself, please. Say, I still have a pulse. So he still has a plan. Here's the next one. We're almost done. It means you're sir. Sir. So sometimes when you hear me worshiping, you'll hear me call him sir. It's built into the culture of harvest. You hear that term often. Why? Because it is acknowledging he's Lord. <laughs> in other words, I don't just come at him any old kind of way. We're not, we're not homies. We're not friends. Who remembers Comic View from BET back in the day? Comic View. There's this comedian on there. She came on and she did this thing. She says, I say Jesus is the home. Y'all clapping like you're from Denver. There you go. We be kicking it all the time. And the choir said, he the home. Stop. Now, it was funny, but it's totally wrong. Well, Bishop, doesn't the Bible say that, that, that Abraham was his friend? Mm -mm, but, but friend in Scripture has a different meaning than we then we have, see, friend in scripture means that God reveals secrets to him. But it doesn't mean don't bring God down to your level. Can I tell you why some of you have struggles with your faith? It's because you made him just like you. So how can I believe in somebody that I see as my equal? How can I trust somebody that I see as my equal? God says, you better keep me up there as, as sir. He's not a regular man. Watch me. And here's what I'm excited about your 2022. Why? It's because when God is exalted, watch me, so will you be. When, he, when he's lifted, so will you be. God says, don't bring me down to your level like I'm some regular L7. I'm not a square. Don't put me on your level. Then it means supreme authority, which means what the word of God says is the end of the discussion. I don't need your opinion. We live in a world where people can get millions of likes and views for saying opinions that are totally wrong. God says, I'm the supreme authority, not, not, not what TikTok say, not what cable news says, especially if you, um, I've says it's little foxes that spoil the vine. Now, I'm just being honest, all of them, let me be very honest, all of them, God says, I'm not interested in their opinion. God says, I'm your supreme authority. And look at this last one. He says he wants to be your controller. Your controller. Say, he's my controller. Listen, I got to go. Look, what does this mean? We're about to give some games away. And, uh, and when a game, you have a controller. If I hit X... I expect a kick. 
if I hit forward, I expect to walk forward. If I hit backward, I expect to walk backward. If I ain't doing nothing, I expect him to do like this, like Mortal Kombat. All right, let me check the room. Any Mortal Kombat? But now, I don't know nothing about this new Mortal Kombat. I'm talking about old school Mortal Kombat with Raid. Where the, that, that Mortal Kombat. Now, I don't know nothing about these new, I don't know nothing about that. I was so disappointed with the movie when it was a hook, like a, an arrow. I was like, it's supposed to come out of his hand. He throwing, no. Controller means, watch me, pay attention. If I push your button, I expect the correct response. For some of you all, watch me, you don't even understand. You said, people are pushing my buttons. What if it's God saying, I expect you to respond properly because they're not your controller, I'm your controller. And I expect the appropriate response. Lord means this. We're almost done. It means Jehovah or Yahweh in scripture. All right, say those two words with me. Say Jehovah. Jehovah. Say Yahweh. Yahweh. Uh, ask me. There's, there's just three things I want to show you. When I make him Lord, there, there's three benefits I want to zone in that you get. Say he's more than enough. All right, so the first one is this. He's, he's Jehovah Rofika. Come on, come on, say it with me. You're going to be real deep at dinner tomorrow. Come on. He's Jehovah. That means your healer. Pay attention. If he's not your Lord, he's not your healer. So for some people, you're like, when is my miracle? God says, when I'm your master, when I'm your controller, when I'm your sir. In other words, I'm not expecting you to give me perfection, but I am expecting you to make me Lord. Exodus 15, 26. And he said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases in which I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who what? Heals you. That's Jehovah Rophika. Somebody say, he's my healer. Here's what I love about it. In the scripture, it's talking about physical healing, but there's some healing that transcends physical healing. Here it is. Because some of you, you need emotional healing. You... You've been all over the place during this holiday season. And I need you to open your mouth and say, he is my Jehovah Rofika. Which means he's got the power to heal you. In other words, watch me. You didn't have to go through the same process everybody else went through. He's got the power to heal you. You can be mad about it yesterday. And by Saturday morning, you wake up and say, you know what? I ain't mad about it. I'm not bitter. I'm not upset. I'm not angry. Why? He is my Jehovah Rofika. It's the second one. Hosinho. Almost sounds Spanish, don't it? I'm getting lessons now. I've gotten a Spanish tutor now. Yes, yes. Because I said I ain't going to get past this three because I keep, every time I get in that car, I just have to do something else. So now I got a tutor. So it's a, I, I'm, I'm going to come out here one day. Like, Glory to Dios. That's all I got today, but I'm going to say some more. I got you. That's glory to God. Amen. Glory to Dios in la iglesia. Did I get it right? Did I get it right? For my Spanish speakers, give me a thumbs up. Did I get it right? Just tell me I got it right so I feel good, okay? Right. <laughs> glory to God in the church. Right. All right, here we go. Hosinho. Watch me. Watch me. Say it with me. Say Hosinho. That means he's your maker. Shut up. What do you mean, shut up, Bishop? No, I don't mean literally shut up. Here's what I mean. You don't get to decide what he's making you. 
here's some of y'all problem. I'm so uncomfortable. I don't feel like myself. I feel like my whole life is changing. I don't know who I am anymore. Good. Because sometimes the only way to make you is to break who you were. And anybody that's felt like you've been going through some changes in 2021, can I hear you worship God for three seconds? Why? Maybe it was God breaking who you were so he can make you into somebody new. Go. Three. Come on. We almost done. Two. One. Say, make me over. I, say it again. Say, make me over. I, and how do you know people will look at you that used to know you and say, you don't act the same. You don't talk the same. You don't walk the same. You're not stressed out about the same stuff. And I need you to stop trying to be who you were to keep who you had. I'm going to talk over here because I don't like y'all silence over there. Some of y'all, watch me, you keep trying to turn back into who you used to be because of the people you used to run with. And listen, I'm not going back to who I was. Baby, I'm evolving. I'm changing. I'm different. I'm better. And I'm excited about who I'm becoming. Can I get you to lay your hands on yourself? Say, let God make you. Let Say it loud. Say, let God make you. Because who you were wasn't strong enough for what he is about to take you. Who you were used to get upset every time somebody lied on you. Now when you hear a lie, you say, that's the best they got. Who you were used to get upset when things didn't go your way. Now you'll say, guess what? I'll find another way to get it done. But what you're not going to find me doing is quitting. What you're not going to find me doing is giving up. What you're not going to find me doing is being a curse perpetuator. I'm called to be a curse. And every time somebody tries to remind you of who you, you used to be, you need to tell them, baby, let me tell you something. I did a whole lot more you didn't even know nothing about. You think you're trying to hurt me? I did way more than that. But let the redeemed of the Lord say, so I refuse to be stuck in who I used to be. Because Hosenio is making me into what he created me to be. <laughs> what if I told you my natural personality was shy? I know, right? He had to make me. He had to get me comfortable. Watch me. He had to get me comfortable so he could make me into what he created for me to be. Here's what some of y'all say. I just am this. I'm just am that. And whenever you put a box on who you are, he has to break the box to show you there's more in you. I feel bad for the people that wrote you off. I'm almost done. I only got one more. But I feel bad for the people that said it was over for you. I feel bad for the people that said you weren't going nowhere. I feel bad for the people that said God was done with you. He's not done. He's about to do his best work in me. If you don't fist bump somebody next to you and say his best work is his next work. Come on. Oh, come let us bow and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, before Jehovah Hosinio. Come on, say it real deep and spiritual. Jehovah Hosinio. Uh-uh. Denver, let's go. Jehovah Hosinio. Which means, Lord, make me. Some of you all, you're like, this is how the women in my family are. Then why do we need you? If all you're going to do is be like the rest of them, then what is the purpose of you? What is the need of you? 
What is the necessity for you? This is how all the men in my family are. Then what do we need you for? If you're going to be the same that's been in your bloodline, then what do we need you for? I'm here to tell you, you weren't sent to just pay bills and die. Let's go. Let's go. You were sent to rule. Let's go. And to reign. And to conquer. And subdue. Here's the last one and we're done. Last one. Last one. He's Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> Come on, say he's Jireh. He's the Lord my provider. Look, look at me, look at me. Everything you could possibly need, he says, I am the Lord that provides it for you. You ready? Look, look at me, look at me. It's a trip, though, because we will look to all these other sources that never provide what you fully need. Okay, y'all going to talk to me like that? You will, we will look to everybody and everything else. You can try this, try this, try that, try that, try this, try this, try that. And God says, but I'm your provider. Which means anytime you find yourself in any type of situation, I will provide for you. Come on, y'all. Say, he's my provider. Say it again. Say, he's my provider. Say it like you mean. Say, he's my provider. Can I get you to say it like you're not worried about one bill? Say, he's my provider. Can I get you to say it like you're not worried about debt because you're about to be debt free? Say, he's my provider. Can I get you to say it like you believe a promotion is about to hit your house? Say, he's my provider. I Can I get you to say it like he's going to give you peace you ain't never had before? Say, he's. Can I get you to say it like you're about to have joy you've never had before? He's my. You're about to have the best circle of people around you than you've ever had because he's my. And Abraham, this is the last one we're done. And Abraham called the name, wait a minute, of the place. Shut up. I don't know, let me shut up. Just telling you it's good to me. It's a name for the Lord, but in it being a name for the Lord, pay attention, pay attention. He assigns it to a place. Because places were created before people were. I said places were created before people were. Places were created for, before people were. So sometimes, watch me, provision is waiting for you to be in the right place. And your fear sometimes keeps you out of the right place. So you never get provision because you're stuck in fear. And God says, this is not just my name. I put my name on a place that will provide for you. Can I go deeper? It's not just a physical place. Pay attention. Because when, the, when Abraham names the Lord this, and he says, and Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, or Jehovah. Come on, be a good class. Jehovah. In the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. What was Abraham doing? Say, what was he doing, Bishop? Let me tell you what he was doing. God had just told him. Now, pay attention to this. They had waited for years to have a son. They messed up trying to do it on their own and rushing. And sometimes your problem is, is that you think God has to do it on your timetable. The issue is, is sometimes there's things about you that aren't prepared for what you want. 
So if he gives it to you prematurely, you'll get it, but you won't know what to do with it. Watch me. I'm grateful for everything God said. Nope, not yet. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm going to try y'all. You ought to be grateful for all the stuff God says. No, not yet. Because if I give this to you now, you're going to screw it up. If I give this to you now, you're going to waste it. If I give this to you now, you're going to be back in another divorce. So I'm not going to have you in this mess. So I need to say no sometimes because you're not ready for what you want. You ready? Abraham, we're done. Abraham was obeying the Lord. And so they mess it up. They have this son called Ishmael. Abraham was married to Sarah. Say Sarah. Sarah. It turns into a whole Maury Povich, borderline Jerry Springer type situation. Because, because Sarah says, okay, listen, God has taken too long. So you can have my handmaiden. You can have my assistant. Now, I don't know what woman. Ladies, say something to me. Oh, my, oh God. To the ladies who the answer would be no. Can I hear from you in the building and online if your answer would be no in terms of you can have my assistant? You can't have my assistant watch me or my friend. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. All right, let's go, fellas, though. Let's check the room, fellas. Look. Now, I know some of the fellas are like, well, hold up, Bishop. No, 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 no. Because I'm telling you, once you give one pass, they want two. Once you give three passes, they're done with you. Listen. I know some are like, well, wait a minute, Bishop. Hold on now. The blood. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, for most, for most, let's say for most. For me. <laughs> Come around here asking something like that. It's about to be a whole situation around here. Whole situation. Because I'm confused as to why you even ask such a thing. Let's move. Sarah says, go into my, go, do you understand what go into means? There's a few children in the room. This is why we have kids church. So I'm, so, okay, so this is why we have kids church, y'all. All right, it's safe and secure and they're going to learn. But, 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 but go into. Little Lenny Williams is playing in the background. <laughs> and, and, and. Where is Lenny at? I, I just, I just little Lenny Williams is playing in the background. Girl, you know I, I, I love you. No matter what you do. Listen, that took too long to come on. <laughs> there are some Isley Brothers playing. I don't know that song. I was thinking more like Choosy Lover or Between the Sheets or something. You sitting here playing, you know you make me want to throw my hand. I mean, he playing church songs. Listen. Not in that moment. Y'all, you can't play Kirk Franklin, married people in those moments. Okay, stop. Cause Let's stop. Stop, because some of them are going to be walking up to me in the line. Bishop, 
I just want you to know, after church on Christmas Eve, <laughs> stop. I don't need no September and October unexpected. Listen, Sarah says, you can go into my handmaid. You can go into my handmaid. So Abraham's like, for real? <laughs> Let's go. Him, him, him and Hagar, that's her name, they have a rendezvous. It's a whole situation. Sarah in the next room, just mad. Never be mad about what you permit. Some of y'all mad at folk. You the one tolerate they trifling behind. Some of y'all mad at friends. I, you, don't, don't be mad about what you permit. So listen, so listen. So, 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 so they have this uh, kid named Ishmael, but Ishmael isn't what God promised. God promised that Abraham and Sarah are going to have a child. Watch me. He's not going to change what he said just because you're tired of how long it takes. Come on. He's not going to change what he said because you're tired of how long it takes. So pay attention. So he says, no, you and Sarah are going to have a child. So years later, they have a child they conceive. The, the son's name is Isaac. Say Isaac. They have Isaac, and as they have Isaac, when Isaac is a little boy, he, he's, he's growing up, God says, go take your only son, take him up on the mountain, and sacrifice him. Sometimes God will give you what you asked for and see if you're willing to give it up. Because if you love it more than him, God says, I got a problem now. He says, Lord, you want me to literally take my this is my, this is, you, I had to give up Ishmael. This is my son. He says, I will obey. Come on, open up your mouth. Christmas Eve, say, I will obey. God, if you want me to forgive that ratchet load, I will obey. If you want me to sow, I will obey. You told me to serve and I will obey. You told me to be a faithful giver, I will obey. You told me to be consistent even if people around me are not consistent, I will obey. You told me I'm the curse breaker, so I can't get stuck in stuff. I got to break free from stuff. I will. So, so he starts walking up the mountain. Him and his son are walking up the mountain. They're walking up the mountain. And as they're walking up the mountain, say they're walking. Say it again, say they're walking. As they're walking up the mountain, the same time on the other side of the mountain, God sends a ram. Because he says, I want you to do what to your son? Sacrifice him. I want you to give me back what I gave you. Watch me. And you don't know that there's any way out. Sometimes it seems like God asks you for something unreasonable. Only to see if you will obey. Can you elbow somebody next to you say, please obey. Come on, tell them, say, just as fast as you obey. You're going to see breakthrough. Come on, y'all. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. So watch me. So they're walking up the mountain, and they get to the place of the sacrifice. Abraham lays at the sacrifice. When he lays at the sacrifice, he's getting ready. He pulls back, and he's getting ready, look at me, to take the life of his son. Parents, could you imagine? And I know they may work your nerve, but you can't imagine. But watch me. Watch me. But that's what God asked. You're not listening to me. God never asks reasonable. No, no, no. He says, this is totally unreasonable. I just need to see if you're going to do it. Because if I know you will obey, 
Ask me, see, this is next level faith, but you're about to have a next level life, so I need your faith to be next level. Because see, some of y'all say, I only obey, here it is, if I understand. I only obey if it makes sense to me. What if what he requires makes no sense to you? Look at somebody say, it may make no sense, but it makes perfect faith. Abraham's getting ready to, he's got the sword back. Could you imagine, let's just go there for a moment, the tears running down his face. Could you imagine him thinking, I can't believe, God, you got me out here doing this. And as he's getting ready to slay his son, pay attention, God says, stop. Everybody say, holler, stop. Stop. He says, we're not going to do this. There's a ram in the bush. See, when you started obeying me, I started sending provision. If y'all, come on, y'all, I got to go. See, when you started walking in obedience, I started sending your check. When you started obeying, I started providing for you. When you started obeying, I started turning your manager's heart towards you. When you started obeying, I started turning situations for you. Your name's about to be brought up by people that have the ability to favor you. As you obey, your name's being brought up. Release your name in the atmosphere on three. One, two, three, go. Your name is about to be brought up with some provision. I said, your name's about to be brought up with some provision. As you started walking in obedience and doing what I said, I started sending provision. And when I started sending provision, everybody pay attention. By the time you were ready to do what I said to do. See, for some of y'all, you're not going to actually have to give up what you thought you were. He just wants to know that you're willing to give it up. He says, the moment you started obeying, I started simultaneously sending exactly what you would need. So he says, Abraham, what was that word he told him? Stop. Come on, it's an open book test. What did he tell him? Stop. Now let's test this room again because y'all, I'm a grade on the curve tonight. What did God tell Abraham when he was about to slay his son? Stop. He says, there's a ram over there. Go get that ram and put him in the place of Isaac. I will provide for you. And I need you to know, Abraham, I am your provider. Look at me. Your job ain't your provider. Look at me. No government is your provider. You better hear what I'm saying. Uh, Watch me. Your health care is not your provider. Somebody say, the Lord is my provider. So watch me. Provision is not just a place in terms of a physical place. Obedience is a place you are when you obey. He's the Lord, my provider. Can I get you with no music to just worship God for 10 seconds that your 2022 has been provided for? Go. 10. 9. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Let's go. Come on on every digital platform. Come on in the app. Come on. Your 2022. I don't need you worrying. It's handled. I don't need you concerned. It's handled. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about everything. You're going to have the right people. You're going to have the right team. You're going to have the right circle. You're going to have the right help. You're going to have the right surrounding. You're going to have the right business partner. You're going to have the right exit strategy. You're going to have the right entrance strategy. On three, I just need you to holler. He's my provider. One, two, three. He's my provider. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tonight, if you're in this building or you're online, 
You need to give your life to the Lord for the first time. Tonight, he needs to provide you himself. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian, Bishop, what is it to become a Christian? I mean, I got to be perfect. No. Do you think Christians are perfect? Can I get you to say no? No. I promise you, don't let the Mac Maybelline, Versace, Armani, Gucci, or Louis fool you. None of us are perfect. That's why we need the Lord. And maybe you're in the overflow. Maybe you're in this building. Maybe you're online. Tonight, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, this is your moment. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord before, but you've not been faithful to him, you've not been consistent to him, this is your moment. In old school church, they say backslide. But can I be honest with you? Sometimes it wasn't backslide. You use front slide and slip and slide. Slide to the left. <laughs> slide to the right. Risk. <laughs> Everybody clap your hands. But look, but when you're done clapping, you're still miserable. Because we need the Lord. So if you need to come back to him tonight, he's got open arms. Like, Bishop, but I really messed up. You mean to tell me what you did is more powerful than his blood? No way. No way, Jose. That's Spanish. No way. You need to recommit yourself to the Lord tonight, tonight. And third, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with the Lord, but I want to be sure. I don't want to log off. I don't want to leave this building not being sure tonight. If that's you, wherever you are at, on three, I'm going to ask you to do the hand wave emoji if you're in the building. If you're online, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. And if you're in the building, you're going to raise your hand when I count to three. Don't think about it. No judgment. No guilt. No condemnation. You're at harvest. You're in a safe place. Nobody's judging you. I pray the love of God flood your seat right now. I pray that the love of God flood your home right now. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. On three, hands up in the building, or do the hand wave emoji, just say it's me online. One, God's coming to get you tonight. This is the divine setup. Two, this is your moment. Do not miss it. One, two, three, if that's you. Hands up in this building. I see you, 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 I see you. Come on, I need you to thank God for every one of these hands that's lifted in this building. Thank God for every hand wave emoji that's going up. A person that's saying, it's me online. Come on, church. We celebrate when people come to the Lord. Everybody, pray this for me. Everybody, everybody. I don't care if you and Jesus graduated from the same high school. <laughs> Nazareth High School. I need you to pray this prayer. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to now run this race. You're my Lord and my Savior. Control me. Run me. Be my master. I yield to you, sir. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, I need you to text that word right on the screen. Text decision to 877-552-4746 or scan that QR code. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746. 
and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's.